Welcome to Sweet Blade Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Mac Masunas. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing great, guys. And this is it. This is the episode I have been waiting months to do. And that is the top 20 singles of 2013 and my top five movies of 2013, the big year-end review episode. It's the final episode of STL in 2013. Now, you're probably like, well, why aren't you releasing this in January? Well, folks, some people release it before the new year is up and some wait till January. But not me. I wanted to get it out now because I'm super excited and I've been sitting on this list for a while and I don't want to change my mind. So I want to get it out there and I'm just super pumped and super excited for you guys to hear what I have in store for you today. Uh, Like I told you, I've been waiting months to do this. I would actually say July is when officially I wanted to do a top 20 list, you know, because the prior year I did like a top 10 runner-up and then a top 10. And the music has been so fantastic in 2013. I couldn't do a top 10. So I was like, I got to do a top 20. And then as the year went on and I was more disappointed in film, I just said, man, I can't even do a top 10. Uh, I got to do a top five and might as well just throw it in my top 20 singles, you know. And funny enough, the movies that are in my top five kind of go along with certain titles of songs that are in my list, which is pretty cool. So it's going to be a super fun episode. Now, for those of you who don't remember, here's kind of how it's going to go. Essentially, these songs are all songs that were released in 2013 and most of them you've heard on the radio. Now, as you know, like for example, Thrift Shop is a song that blew up in 2013. However, it wasn't released in 2013. Technically, it was released in 2012. It just didn't become a big radio sensation until 2013. So what I decided to do this time around for the rules, I used to always make it just radio exclusive. So this time I wanted to change it up and make it better, uh, more bigger picture, if you will. Since we're in the digital age and uh, any song can be a single, I'm opening up to basically any song that was uh, released on the radio in 2013 is acceptable on the list. And then also if a CD came out in 2013 and there's a song off a CD that you really love, you can include it on your list even though it may not have hit radio, which is perfectly fine. And then if you uh, have an album that was released in 2012 but a particular song was released on the radio in 2013, that would be eligible. So pretty much any song, kind of for me, I wouldn't throw, let's say, Thrift Shop in my list because of the fact of it was released in 2012, but it just became big in 2013. You know, that's kind of where I'm going with my uh, with my list here. So you guys can do whatever you want in your list, which is perfectly fine. And in regards to movies, like I said, Uh, Movies were pretty bad for me this year. Uh, I will admit that I didn't get to watch as many movies as I wanted to this year due to time and money and so on and so forth. Uh, But I would say I watched about 90 movies this year. And most of my favorites were just mediocre. There were like, uh, obviously I have five that I absolutely loved. Which is why I was like, man, why don't I just do a top five? Because from six, seven, eight, nine, and ten are just kind of going to be, yeah, they're cool, 
to fit in a top 10, but they were kind of mediocre. It's kind of how I felt. That's why I was like, I'm just going to do a top five. Now, the way the movie list is going to work is as I'm going through these singles, I'm going to occasionally throw in, okay, here's my number five movie, my number four, so on and so forth. I have them uh, at certain points in the episode, so you couldn't fast forward to get directly to the movie you're looking for. You have to listen to the whole episode. That's kind of the fun of this. This is kind of a, a hybrid, if you will, of the Underground Hour and the typical movie reviews. So it's kind of a, a thank you to the Underground Hour fans and then also for the regular movie reviewers just to hear something a little bit different. So it's going to be a super fun episode. I cannot wait. Again, been telling you, man, I've been waiting months to do this one, and it's finally here. So, with that being said, let's start rolling into uh, our crazy circus of an episode that we're going to have today. Alright, now before we get into the uh, the top 20 uh, singles of 2013 and the top 5 movies of 2013, I don't have any honorable mentions for the movies, but I do have honorable mentions for the singles. The ones that were so close into cracking the top 20, uh, I actually had 43 songs and I finally narrowed it down to 20. So I'm going to uh, just, I just have a couple ones. I'm going to give you quick, small clips too of tunes that almost cracked the top 20. And, uh, and here you go. Here are my honorable mentions. Thing 
right. So those were the honorable mentions. So the ones that you heard in that clip uh, was Slow Down by Selena Gomez, which is a tune that almost cracked the top 20. It was definitely a song that uh, has been growing on me and has been climbing up my list. Uh, it would probably be like 21. It was so close into cracking the top 20. Uh, Thrift Shop. Now, Thrift Shop is, of course, a, a humongous hit. Uh, but, of course, I told you was not on my list. But I love the cover of uh, the band King the Kid of how they did it where they basically just rocked it up and made it go faster. And it just sounds so cool. Almost cracked my top 20. Uh, and then, of course, there's uh, Let Me Go by Avril Lavigne with her husband Chad uh, from Nickelback. And then, of course, Here's the Never Growing Up, which was my number 20 for quite a long time. But uh, after thinking about it and uh, after looking at my list, it didn't have as many plays as the other ones did. And then, of course, uh, there's Sugar and Spice by Icon for Hire, which you heard in the Icon for Hire episode, but just didn't crack my top 20. So, uh, yeah, good times, man. All right. Let's roll into number 20. All right, so number 20 is a song that is uh, an amazing song that I love. Uh, It's one of the earlier songs of the year that was my jam for quite a long time. I could definitely say it got played out big time on the radio. However, uh, normally when a song gets played out on the radio, I'm kind of done with it. For example, uh, Sick of It by Skillet. I became sick of it. I just couldn't stand listening to that song anymore. So I was like, that's nowhere going to crack my top 20. But this song, Come and Get It, is my favorite song from Selena Gomez. Uh, I love I love me slow down, but it doesn't be Come and Get It. I listen to this all the time. It helps with my girls because they love this song and we jam to it all the time in the car. And then my wife comes in. It was a song that we jammed to for quite a long time throughout 2013 and then eventually stopped listening to it and then switched to slow down so slow down almost cracked the top 20 and took out come and get it but come and get it has a little bit more equity built up for me so that's my number 20 and a great way to start off the top 20 with the good dance jam so here you go come and get it selena gomez check it out
All right, so that was number 20 with Selena Gomez and Come and Get It, Good Times. All right, so let's move on to number 19. Uh, This is actually a real funny one for me. Uh, This was earlier in the year. Uh, I had on some VH1, and this music video came on. I'm like, man, this is a great rocking, you know, and it's not rocking, it's a pop song. But I'm like, man, this is a really cool, upbeat, fast pop song, and I really dug it. And I was like, oh, those guys kind of look familiar to me, but I didn't really, you know, I didn't really put two and two together. Uh, I love the song. Uh, and of course, this is in one of the Underground Hour episodes that I played earlier this year. However, uh, when I found out the artist, I was very pissed because I'm like, oh, now I like these guys. Uh, or I should say the song. And uh, that's a remix. I like the way. And that comes from New Kids on the Block. I know y'all are going to hate because I got a New Kids on the Block in my top 20, but this song is so good. Uh, it's unbelievable that it comes from New Kids on the Block. Now, you guys know I'm a hardcore Backstreet Boys fan, and Backstreet Boys came out on a new CD this year. However, none of their songs hit my top 20. Uh, so that tells you just how good this song is if that New Kids on the Block uh, can have a single that outbeats Backstreet Boys in my list. There you go. So it's remix. I like the way by New Kids on the Block. My number nineteen. Check it out.
right, so that was New Kids on the Block with Remix. I like the way, and I know you guys like that song. You don't have to admit it to me after the episode that you like that song, but for those of you who've listened to it in the Underground Hour, you've already heard that song, and I know secretly you love that tune, so there you go. And hey, give me a break. It's not like it's in my top 10. All right, let's move on to a song that I've listened to multiple, multiple times, and thanks to our own NSTL Nation, Tawana Diversity Williams, is the reason why I know about this song. Uh, technically speaking, it's a 2012 song. However, there was a re-release of the album, and this is the redone version for 2013 that they released on radio. Uh, you know, they, re- they re-released it on radio, so it fits for the category. Uh, it's a song that uh, a lot of people dig in the STL, and it's a song that I really love and have played multiple, multiple times. I'm going to tell you this. My top 10, every single song in my top 10 has been played over 200 times. So from 11 to 20, uh, at least half of that has been played that many times. So this song is a song called Gold by Brit Nicole. Uh, Brit Nicole is definitely, uh, she's an up and coming pop star, if you will. Uh, I think this music video is probably my second favorite music video of the year. I'll tell you what my favorite music video is when we get down to the countdown. Uh, but this song is great. Again, this is a big uh, STL fan favorite. If you've listened to the Underground Hour, I've played it before, and it's definitely worthy to be in my top 20. It's a song I've played multiple times. My girls love it. Uh, my wife loves it, and it's a great music video, and uh, it's just all about how every single one of us is perfect uh, because we're all different and we're all basically gold. It's awesome. So check it out by Brit Nicole, number 18, and gold. Check it out.
All right, so that was number 18 with Brit Nicole and Gold Good Times. All right, so let's roll into a movie. So let's start off with number five. Now, I would say that uh, 2013, I was pretty pumped up for some movies. I was pretty disappointed. New Die Hard, uh, the new G.I. Joe, I was definitely disappointed. Olympus Has Fallen was a movie that uh, I had a lot of fun with. Maybe it'd be like uh, an honorable mention, if you will. Uh, but number five is a movie that I uh, recently seen that was my favorite comedy of 2013, and that's We're the Millers. Now, this is a movie that I knew uh, was going to be funny, but I figured it was just going to be the typical, normal, uh, you know, trash, if you will, comedy that we have going on lately. Because, you know, the last great comedy I watched was 21 Jump Street. You know, I kind of gave my short review on that movie on the Changing Channels podcast episode of 21 Jump Street. But, you know, Where the Millers was very uh, surprising to me. I knew it was going to be funny, but I didn't realize how funny it was going to be. And as you know from the premise, it's essentially our, our main guy, of the movie, which uh, our main actress, of course, is Jennifer Aniston, as you know, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, but Jason Sudeikis' character is David Clark. He's a drug dealer uh, who needs to essentially he gets robbed. You know, he has all this uh, all this weed. He has all this money. He gets robbed trying to help Emma Roberts' character, who I've never liked, but I totally like her in this movie. She's this 15 year old runaway, and she's a thief. And uh, David's next door neighbor. Uh, is Kenny, which is, uh, he's just, he's hilarious kid, but, uh, he goes on a job for one of the guys from, uh, the hangover movies, the guy with the glasses that if he goes and, and smuggles some drugs, some weed that he'll pay him a crap load of money and his, his debt is wiped out. So, you know, you're going to go on adventure. And of course he needs to pose, uh, as a family because he figures that you have a family, you're not going to get busted. So Jennifer Aniston is Sarah, who is AKA Rose, who's a stripper. So, uh, I mean, you guys have seen the previews. It's just these four people with the crazy adventure, and it was so good. It was so funny. A lot of things were predictable, but then that predictability turned out to be either sweet or real funny or maybe a little bit of twist. So that was the cool thing was even though you could predict stuff, it would still change things up and make you be like, wow, that was pretty cool. Now, Jennifer Aniston, of course, uh, was definitely gorgeous in the movie. You know, she has a lot of fun being a stripper. Uh, and there's a lot of funny scenes, as you know, where you have Kenny, you know, getting yelled at by David. Hey, don't look at that. That's your mom, you know. And we all know the spider scene, which I thought was going to be way more gross than it actually was. It was still gross, but it was still funny. Very little tasteless jokes in this movie. I would say 97% of it is genuinely funny with maybe 3% of gross-out humor, which is a big step in movies nowadays for comedy. So it was my favorite comedy year. I loved it. It was great. Uh, I definitely went out and bought it on Blu-ray right away. Uh, I highly recommend it. I give it four solid stars. It was great. I totally loved it. And in my top five, as you know. So go check it out. We're the Millers. It's hilarious. You will not be disappointed, especially if you love you some 21 Jump Street. This movie arguably is better than 21 Jump Street. So, All right, so that's it for number five. So let's roll back into our singles of 2013 where we leave off. All right, number 17. And uh, speaking of uh, We're the Millers, as you know, when I list the movies, a song that's going to be played next is kind of 
title-wise or maybe theme-wise is coinciding with the movie. And since Where the Millers takes place majority of the time on the highway, I have a song for you that's called Highway Don't Care. Now, let me explain the song for you. Maybe there's a majority of you out there who have not heard this song. Now, one thing I want to say is that a good song is a good song. It doesn't matter what genre of music it's in. So, uh, as you know, I am the uh, the rocker of the family, if you will. Uh, I'm the guy that likes it all. You know, hard rock, pop, uh, dance, hip-hop, rap. Uh, but mostly hard rock is my favorite style of music. Uh, you know, because gangster rap is what I used to be into a long time ago. And then uh, I grew up and just started just you know despising rap more and more as the years went on because it was just the same old thing and then eventually just fell in love with hard rock uh but this song uh is actually because of my wife that i listened to it and it is a very good song so here's the deal the name of this song is highway don't care and it is a song by tim mcgraw now most of you guys out there are going to know tim mcgraw as a country artist but as you know, country's been kind of blowing up this year. You know, we all know Taylor Swift, of course. She's able to do the Shania Twain, be able to do country, be able to do pop, be able to be in both worlds at the same time. And I feel do it very successfully. Uh, and as you know, uh, we had the Florida Georgia line in that cruising song, which is so country with Nelly. Uh, it's definitely not in my top 20, so don't worry, folks. But this song is actually a legitimately good song. Uh, it's essentially about, uh, if you watch the music video, where this uh this couple they're you know they're apart and uh, she's texting in her vehicle and she crashes and you think she's gonna die and you think tim mcgraw is actually the guy that uh she's been texting but he's actually the doctor who's just talking about how the highway doesn't care who you are or how lonely you how lonely you are but i do i want you home and there's a song on the radio that she puts on which there'll be a familiar voice that you'll hear inside the song uh it's very cool and it's just the perspective of, you know, being apart from somebody and wanting them to come home. The guitar solo you'll hear is from Keith Urban. So if you guys know that country artist or if you watch American Idol, he's one of the coolest uh, judges on there. So this is the only country song on my top 20, but you couldn't even tell it's country. It's that good. And like I said, uh, it doesn't matter the genre of a song. If a song is good, a song is good. And this is a perfect example of why this would be my top 20 because it's just a phenomenal song. It's very good. Uh, it's very touching. It's heartfelt. And uh, it's definitely my number 17 of 2013. So here you go. The Highway Don't Care by Tim McGraw featuring Taylor Swift and Keith Urban. Check it out.
that cell phone in your shotgun seat. Yeah, I bet you're bending God's ear talking about me. You're trying not to let the first tip fall out. You're trying not to think about turning around. You're trying not to get lost in the sound. But that song is always on, so you sing along. So that was number 17 with uh, Tim McGraw and Taylor Swift and Keith Urban and Highway Don't Care. Good time. All right. So let's move on to number 16 in the top 20 singles of 2013. All right. Here we go. And uh, speaking of bad guys that we had in We're the Millers, the name of our next song is Bad Guy. Now, a movie that did not hit my top five, I'll spoil it for you now, is Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 was a movie that I was disappointed in. I did like it much better the second time around. However, did not get in my top five. It would be in my top 10, but maybe like number 10 of the year. But this song that you're about ready to hear, called Bad Guy, 
Now, the first time I played this on STL, I totally screwed up the name of the artist, but uh, the name of the artist is 303, and they have their name spelled as the number 3 with O with an apostrophe and 3, so it's 303. So those are the guys that sing this, and it's called Bad Guy. This was exclusive to the Iron Man 3 soundtrack, and uh, my boy John the Millman told me about this song. I listened to it. I fell in love with it. Of course, I'm a sucker for any song that goes na, 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 or oh, or whatever, course that's in here my favorite line from this song it's hilarious it goes gather up your loved ones gather up your friends because uh, uh, this is when the bad guy the bad guy wins pray to whichever god forgives your sins because this is when the bad guy the bad guy wins hilarious man it's crazy so this whole song is just about how the bad guy wins it's it's great it's fun it's a great tune it's a song i've been listening to non-stop ever since i heard it off the iron man 3 soundtrack so here you go number 16 by 303 bad guy Shot in the land, not to mention good at 
All right, so that was number 16 with Bad Guy from uh, 303 Good Times. Hopefully you guys dug that song. All right, so let's move on to number 15. All right, so this song is uh, one of the most recent songs of 2013 that you've been hearing all over the radio. It's a song that I really, really dig. Uh, the moment I heard it, I was like, wow, this is instantly in my top 20. And that song is Clarity by Zed. Uh, now, this is definitely uh, kind of a big dance song, but the chorus is the girl's voice is just phenomenal. But it's got one of those haunting choruses that you're just like, wow, this is so good. Uh, th- this song is just so great. I would say if this song was out longer, uh, had it come out maybe in the beginning of 2013, it, it would be way higher on my list. But because of how new it came out, I mean, I heard this song back in uh, maybe October. And it, uh, you know, within this short amount of time has already hit my number 15. So here you go. It's Clarity by Zed. Check it out.
All right, so that was number 15 with Clarity by Zed. Good times. All right, let's move on to our number four movie of 2013. Now, this is a movie that I recently watched, uh, my newest movie of 2013. It took me quite a while to get to it, but when I finally did, I was very excited and happy and uh, no doubt about it, that would be Thor The Dark World. Now, let me give you guys a little, uh, you know, pulling back the curtain a little bit. I actually enjoyed Wolverine, uh, The Wolverine. I thought I really dig the uh, the story behind him being, uh, you know, I, I like the fact that he's not invincible. You know, that he has this weakness going on. You know, he's a vulnerable character. I really enjoyed that. A lot of people hated it on that movie, uh, which is fine. But, you know, for me, I was like, you know, I was really conflicted. I'm like, you know, it, it was definitely in my top 10, but I was like, yeah, is it my top five? And then I went and saw Thor The Dark World and kicked the Wolverine out of the top five for sure. And, uh, you know, let me just say this for anybody who might be complaining about the movies in my top five. Let me just say this. These movies I'm picking, sure, they have flaws, but I'm all about the fun factor. OK, so I will go through my flaws as I see fit in these top five movie reviews that I'm doing here. But this movie to me was super fun, super great and dark. And it was a good, good time. Now, unlike most people, I love the first Thor. A lot of people hated on that movie. And considering the fact I never even liked Thor, I was always like adventures and babysitting Thor is a homo. You know, I always thought it was just funny. You know, I was like, who's this Thor guy? He's lame, whatever. And then I saw the movie. I loved it. And most people hate the earth stuff when Thor's on earth. I loved it, man. I thought it was hilarious. That's what made me like Thor so much. I'm like, man, this guy is hilarious. And then of course the Avengers was just killer top notch everybody was like yeah thor is cool so i've always enjoyed uh the you know the thor movie i mean it was fantastic of course captain america in phase one is the best and then uh, avengers and then for me would become uh thor i would put thor above iron man i love that movie so much so then thor the dark world i was extremely excited for and man it was so good it was great to see jane and thor back together again thor was great it was awesome having it on asgard this time i swear to god my wife and me were like is this not like star wars meets like masters of the universe or something like that it was crazy it was so good so basically you guys have already seen the movie i'm sure of it but as you know uh we have loki back in this one but essentially we have like these dark elves that nobody really cares about but they're definitely cool for bad guys and uh thor able to come back to earth to be able to grab jane because jane gets um you know infected with this great power that kind of protects her and essentially there's a lot of chaos going on i love the comedy you know there's a certain scene where thor comes into the apartment and just hangs up his hammer so good you know uh, i definitely thought this movie was very funny uh i thought the story was really great i I, surprisingly I was stupid and I fell for the twist uh, that happens midway point so for those of you who haven't seen it there's a point where Thor and Loki are together uh, and I, I was totally blown away by that I did not see it coming because I was stupid I guess so uh, I enjoyed it. The ending was definitely great. It's been, it's been awesome listening to other podcasts to hear uh, how the ending actually 
what happened in the ending because I actually thought it went one way and then it was explained. I'm essentially talking the last five minutes that you see of the film. And I'm not talking the after credit sequence, but just the last five minutes. Then when it was explained to me like how it really went and uh, what's happening behind the scenes, I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I give Thor The Dark World four and a half stars. I really, really love that movie. I thought it was great. Uh, it was definitely way better than Iron Man 3. It pissed all over that movie. Uh, not disappointed at all. Uh, I definitely like Thor The Dark World much better than the first Thor movie. All the Asgard stuff was great. The special effects were fantastic. The bad guy, ah, who cares about the bad guy? They're just there. But Anthony Hopkins was great. Natalie Portman was great. Having everybody back was just great. Um, really... I could I I've heard the nitpicks that people have and I can agree with that especially uh, when it's just um, Thor kind of by himself with uh, with Natalie Portman's character uh, kind of little halfway part of the movie how conveniency there is if you will for those of you who know what I'm talking about that convenient scene of how uh, Earth Realm will come into play but I'm cool with it it didn't really bother me at all so four and a half stars all the way for me so that's my number four movie of 2013 go check it out it's great it's fantastic and it blows away Iron Man 3 so alright let's get back to our singles list of 2013 alright so we left off now at number 14 and speaking of Thor the Dark World the title of this song has dark in it so for those of you who uh, listened to the underground hour uh, earlier this year I did kind of a, a halfway mark you know my top uh, sing you know my top songs of 2013 so far uh, this was my number one and as you can see it's dropped all the way down to number 14 and that's fallout boys my songs know what you did in the dark and uh, you guys know I'm I've never really been a humongous fan of fallout boy but I love this song I thought it was great it was a song that me and my kids sing all the time the video is completely Completely stupid and ludicrous. It's dumb. Don't watch the music video. You'll lose some brain cells watching it. But the song is fantastic. It's great. And uh, again, you know, it was my number one. And then it slipped all the way down to number 14. But it's a great song nevertheless. So here you go. Fallout Boy. My songs know what you did in the dark. Check it out.
All right, so that was number 14 with Fall Out Boy and my songs, Know What You Did in the Dark, Good Times. All right, so let's move on to number 13. All right, now this is definitely the best hip-hop song of 2013, no doubt about it. Uh, Unlike everybody's favorite song of 2013, which I'm sure on most people's list would be Thrift Shop, for me, it's Macklemore's uh, Can't Hold Us. This song is fantastic, man. I love this song. This is my jam all summer long. And it's by far the best hip-hop song of 2013, no doubt about it. This song is great. Uh, If you watch the music video, it's like six minutes long. And then, of course, if you listen to the radio version, it's much different. But who doesn't love that chorus? And then, of course, you got to love Macklemore's rapping. This guy can rap super fast, man. It is good times, man. Uh, You know, don't get me wrong. I love me some thrift shop, okay? You know, I think Thrift Shop is a super fun song, despite the fact that there's so much swearing in it. Uh, I I love me some Thrift Shop, but I'm not going to put it at my top like everybody else is going to do. And this song blows away Thrift Shop. To me, this is their best song, you know. And, of course, I dig me all the other tunes that are on the heist, you know, Same Love and all that other stuff. But for me, this is the jam, uh, you know, Can't Hold Us. And it's fantastic. So here you go. The best hip-hop song of 2013 from Macklemore and Ray Lewis. And that's Can't Hold Us. Check it out. Come, so giving it back to the people now Sing this song and it goes like 
Raise those hands, this is our party. We came here to live life like nobody was watching. I got my city right behind me. If I fall, they got me. Learn from that failure, gain humility, and then we keep marching. Can I we said, go back. This is the moment. Tonight is the night. So that was number 13 with Macklemore, Ray Lewis, and Can't Hold Us Good Times. All right, let's move on to number 12. All right, so here is the thing with this song. Uh, this is a song that, uh, as you know, I've, I've talked about a lot on this show. And there's a lot of people that, when I played this song in STL earlier this year, totally dug it. This is a cover song. And uh, me, you know me, I've been bagging on Miley Cyrus all year. And a lot of people love some Wrecking Ball. I think it's good. Uh, of course, I think Miley Cyrus is complete trash now. So when Miley Cyrus decides to stop being trash and starts to be respectable artist again, I'll start appreciating her again. But I can't deny the fact that Wrecking Ball is a good song. However, the cover version I'm going to play for you blows away the Miley Cyrus version. If you guys have heard the King the Kid version... They rock this song up, and it is amazing. So if you want to hear probably the best cover of 2013, you got it here. And uh, this is the King the Kids version of Wrecking Ball, which is number 12. So here you go, King the Kid, Wrecking Ball. Check it out.
So that was King the Kid with the cover of Wrecking Ball, Good Times. All right, so let's move into our number three movie of 2013. Okay, so here's the thing uh, with this movie. I've had to really, really think uh, where I stand with this movie and where it fits overall in my top, um, you know, my top five. And it officially sits at number three, I think is the perfect spot for it. Uh, this is a movie that I dogged on for quite a long time, as you guys know. My second most downloaded episode of all time, which is ridiculous. That's Man of Steel. So here's the thing. Man of Steel is a movie that I think either you love it or you hate it. I've seen this movie on like people's top worst movie of 2013 list. And then I've seen it on people's best of 2013 list. So for me, it's definitely on my best. However, uh, it's number three. And I, as you know, when the, you know, the trailer came out, I crapped on it like crazy. And all of a sudden the Man of Steel trailer review became my second most downloaded episode. Fast five is number one for those of you who are curious. But uh, a lot of, you know, I didn't dig it. I was like, dude, seriously, there's just, it's not, if you're trying to sell Superman again 
to the new generation, you need to have some action in here because all people are going to think of is some Superman Returns. And then I said, I guarantee you when the new trailer comes out, I'm going to be sold. And I was, and I, I posted that. So when Man of Steel came out, uh, I went in with an open mind. You know, I knew that this was going to be kind of like Superman Begins. You know, it was going to be a new, a new telling. You had to separate yourself from the Christopher Reeve Superman, the Richard Donner Superman, so on and so forth. And as you know, I told the story on the Man of Steel episode about how I took my daughter for the first time. It was on Father's Day. And I act, and I really love this movie. So here's the thing. Uh, the problems with this film. There's a lot of people that complain about the pacing of this film. I have explained the pacing uh, and how I totally see it, especially if you're paying attention. You know, When you watch this movie two or three times, you're going to notice a lot of things that you didn't notice the first time around. You know, basically high level, you know, you'll notice from one scene to another, people are wearing different clothes, which tells you about how there's a gap in time. You know, it, it's just the movie's fast. It needs to be fast for our generation. And yes, it's it's got so much action, so much death. It's got more death than it than the Avengers, which is why I'm so disappointed with this Man of Steel, aka Justice League movie coming out because, you know, Zack Snyder promised that he was going to have Superman deal with the aftermath of what happens. And we're not going to get that now. Now we're going to get some stupid Justice League movie. But, you know, it is what it is, right? But for this movie, a lot of people were like, oh, the whole, you know, Superman and Lois Lane uh, relationship. For me, I loved it. Because guess what? I've always hated Lois Lane. Spoiler alert. I thought Margot Kidder was terrible as Lois Lane. I never liked her. I thought Lois Lane was a terrible character. And I wanted Superman to be with Lana Lane because at least she cared about Clark. Not Amy Adams. She's actually the first Lois Lane that I actually care about. Now, of course, Terry Hatcher was awesome in the Adventures of Lois and Clark TV show. But I'm talking movie-wise. Uh, Margot Kidder didn't do it for me and neither did the chick from Blue Crush, okay? Amy Adams did it. I was totally cool and I love the fact that she's all about Clark this, Clark that, and of course there's the whole secret identity thing. I've already covered all this crap, so if you want to hear what I have to say about it, go back and listen to my review. Point being, I love this movie. I thought it was great. I gave it five stars based on the fun factor I had, the experience I had with my daughter. I gave all my reasons of why I did that. If I had any problems, what those little tiny nitpicks were. Uh, go back and listen to it. But overall, it was definitely my number three. And you're like, well, great. If you loved it so much, why was it num- your number two? Well, you'll find out why it wasn't my number two when we get to my number two movie. But uh, that is my review. Uh, or I should say my, my number three for 2013 is Man of Steel. And speaking of Man of Steel, that brings us to our number 11 song of 2013. And of course, it's Waiting for Superman. Uh, you got to love that, right? Uh, this is a song from Daughtry, which you've recently heard. I've played on the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles episode. This is a song that every time I listen to it, I love it more and more and more. For those of you who are listening to this tonight and you tune in time for the WWE Troops on NBC, Daughtry will be singing this song live. So uh, this is a song that, you know, I love me some Superman songs, but they're really, really hard to find. And when you do, you got to hold on to those. So you guys know my love for Chris Daughtry. He was the last top 10 episode I have. And uh, this is just a song that gets better and better every time I listen to it. And uh, I, I'd say a couple a couple more weeks from now, this easily would have cracked my top 10. But number 11, Chris Daughtry and Waiting for Superman. Check it out.
She's watching the taxi driver He pulls away She's been Locked up inside her apartment A hundred days She says Yeah, you're still coming Just a little bit late He got stuck at the laundromat Washing his cape She's just Watching the clowns roll by And they spell a name Like Lois Lane And she smiles All the way she smiles She's talking to angels Counting the stars Making a wish On a passing car She's dancing with strangers Falling apart
All right, so that was number 11 with Daughtry and Waiting for Superman. Good times. All right, guys, here we go. We are now in the top 10 and the final two movies of 2013. And this top 10, I'm telling you, uh, I've listened to every single one of these songs in my top 10 over 200 times. Uh, Obviously, the top three are the ones that got the most plays. But starting with number 10, man, uh, the count is 203 currently in iTunes. So here you go. Number 10, this song is fantastic. This is a song that uh, was played on STL. This has not been released to the radio, uh, but it comes from the Demi Lovato CD Demi in 2013, which is uh, something that we're not. Super fun song. Of course, we got the bada bada stuff, you know, this, you know, the little two word type of tunes that I dig. Uh, it's a super fun pop song. I dig it. It's great. It's fun. So here you go. Number 10, something that we're not, Damien Lovato. Check it out.
something that we're not. All right, so that was number 10, Demi Lovato and Something That We're Not. Good times. All right, so let's move on to number nine. Now, number nine was a song that definitely shocked me to no end. Now, this is a song that you guys have probably heard all over the radio, uh, especially in commercials. There's car commercials that play this song. But the reason why this is so shocking to me is how much I hated this artist with a passion. Uh, And that's Philip Phillips with Gone, Gone, Gone. I hated this guy in American Idol. I thought he was the worst. I didn't think he deserved to win. Uh, He was just, I did not like him. Now, uh, as you guys know, I played the, uh, during the slow jam episode, you know, the slow jam of the episode where he redid Usher's You Got It, uh, you know, You Got It Bad. It was, I couldn't deny the fact of how good he was in that song. And I was like, okay, I'll give him this song. And then all of a sudden his CD came out. And I'm just like, wow, for somebody who I hated on American Idol, his CD was fantastic. Uh, His first uh, single came out. I was like, yeah, this is really good. And then I heard Gone, Gone, Gone. I just couldn't get over how fantastic of a song it really was. So no doubt about it. It's my number nine. Why Philip Phillips and Gone, Gone, Gone. Check it out. When life leaves you high and dry, I'll be at your door tonight. If you need help, if you need help, I'll shut down the city lights. I'll lie, cheat, I'll beg and bribe to make you well, to make you well. When enemies are at your door, I'll carry you away from more. If you need help, if you need help. Your hope dangling by a string I'll share in your suffering To make you well To make you well Give me reasons to believe That you would do the same for me And I would do it for you For you Baby, I'm not moving on I'll love you long after you're gone You're gone, gone, gone When you fall like a statue I'm gonna be there to catch you Put you on your feet You on your feet And if your well is empty Not a thing will prevent me Tell me what you need What do you need I surrender honestly We'll do it for you
beating for you And long after you're gone, gone, gone I'll love you long after you're gone, gone all right, so that was number nine with Philip Phillips and Gone, Gone, Gone. Good times. All right. And just so you know, when we get to the top five, uh, that's when I'll get into the STL Nation and hear what you guys said uh, were your favorites of 2013 for movies and music. So I can't wait till we get to that. All right, let's move on to number eight. Number eight is a song that uh, I played on the Legend of Billie Jean episode. Uh, good old Sarah Rabbit made her podcasting debut. And that's Paramore's tune, Still Into You. Man, I love this song, man. This song, uh, as you know, is getting crazy radio play nonstop. The music video is super fun. I dig me some Paramore. I think they're great. I love her hair. Just the bright orange reminds me of Icon for Hire's purple hair. But this is just a really good, fun song. It's great. And uh, it's very catchy. You know, my four-year-old sings this song all the time, running around the house. It's great. So no doubt about it. Uh, it's the uh, number eight song of 2013, Still Into You by Paramore. Check it out. I'm 
right, so that was number eight with Paramore, Still Into You, Good Times. Man, I love that song. All right, let's move on to number seven. Now, this song, uh, man, this song has fluctuated between, uh, you know, my top five. And then uh, just by, you know, really thinking about it and by looking at the plays and everything, I was like, okay, it's definitely got to fit at number seven. And that's no doubt about it. It's definitely an amazing song. And that's Katy Perry's Roar. Man, I love this song. You know, my favorite part of the song is when she's like, you held me down, but I got up and you hear that, hey, and it like echoes. I love that part, man. That's some good sound editing right there, man. I love that. It's so good. This video is amazing. It's, oh man, I love the music video. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, me and Jameson were kind of ripping on this song. Like, yeah, it's a good song, but it's not Katie's best. And then the more you listen to it, you're like, wow, this song is so good. You start singing in the car and it's not even on the radio. Uh, I love this song. It's great. Uh, this is the, the, uh, second biggest most sung song in my car. You know, my girls will scream this chorus to no end. Even like if there's like a skip in my CD player and all of a sudden like the song will stop playing, they'll continue singing the whole entire chorus. That's how much they love this song. It's their second favorite song of 2013. But for me, it's my number seven. So here you go. Number seven, Katy Perry with Roar. Check it out.
All right, so that was number seven with Katy Perry and Roar Good Times. All right, guys, it's time to roll into the number two movie of 2013. Uh, The reason why this is number two is because of the effect that this movie has had on me and just how shocked I am of how fantastic of a movie this was. I got to give that to The Conjuring, man. Oh, so good. You know, normally these movies are BS for me, man. Not that, uh, you know, BS isn't like I don't believe in it because trust me, I'm all about the spirit world, people. I know you don't go messing around in the spirit world or it's going to bite you in the ass, okay? Plain and simple, all right? And most of these movies are just stupid uh, ghost movies that are cheap scares. You know, I'm not a fan of the paranormal activity movies or anything like that. I know there's a lot of people that are just not my cup of tea. You know, they're just, ah, they're okay. You know, I respect the love that people have for them, but it's just not my thing. And then my wife wanted me to watch the conjuring and, uh, the people in the conjuring, you know, the thing I think here's the biggest reason why I wanted to watch this movie. I had a bet going on with my wife. If you guys see the trailer, uh, where the mom is looking down the stairs and there's a hand, uh, that claps behind her. I was like, I guarantee you that's a ghost. It's not a real person. And my wife's like, Oh, sorry. My wife said it's a ghost. And I said, it's a real person. So we had a bet. And that's the whole reason why I watched it. And I knew that this was based on a true story. And everybody in this movie was so likable. It was unbelievable how likable they were. You know, uh, if you are familiar with uh, Patrick Wilson, he's from, uh, I believe it's what, uh, the one, the guy with Darth Maul in it, uh, Insidious, you know. Um, you know, I, I knew he was in it, but Lily Tyler was from a movie called The Haunting with Liam Neeson, which I always thought was a dumb movie compared to House on Haunted Hill. But I've always, you know, I always thought she was a good actress. She was great in this. Ron Livingston, which is from Office Space, is actually a concerned dad. And it's this true story about 1971. Uh, this couple named Roger and Carolyn, they move into this farmhouse and they have five daughters. And things start to get real spooky and crazy. And they call in these real-life paranormal activity uh, investigators, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, to come in. And their chemistry is fantastic. Uh, you know, James Wan, uh, I knew, was taking over the Fast and Furious franchise. So I really wanted to check out this guy's directing style. And, and it was just so good. The lighting is great. The the scares are built up uh takes its time and the lighting is fantastic uh the storytelling was great i mean knowing the fact that this is a true story helps but it made me care for every single character in this film and all the characters are fleshed out they're all given enough screen time enough story and it just uh i can't speak the praises of this movie any higher then the fact of I put it above Man of Steel, I guess, if those of you who have Man of Steel as your number one. For me, this movie was just, it, it still sticks with me to this day. You know, clearly I was wrong about the hand. My wife won that one, but I was okay with it. You know, it was nice to actually have a father who didn't understand what was going on, but knew that his family was in turmoil and he wanted to do what it takes, you know, and just the effects that they do with like pictures and with lights and with seeing the ghosts and stuff like that. It was it was done so well. And I was super excited to see this this guy, James Wan, take over the Fast and Furious franchise. 
So yeah, no doubt about it. It's my second favorite movie of 2013. Uh, it's probably my favorite horror movie I've seen for a very long time. I think it's going to be really hard for a horror movie to top this one. Uh, it was just so good. I watched it anytime. And uh, for a family that's trying not to die, you know, obviously you'll have to watch and find out uh, what happens to the family. But it was great, fantastic. Um, I I love the movie. So there you go. That's my uh, that's my number two movie of 2013. And uh, speaking of a family who doesn't want to die, that brings us to our number six song of 2013 called not gonna die uh you know kind of funny right with the title there uh this is a song that was my number two favorite song of 2003 for many many months uh comes from my second favorite band which is skillet and uh, this is my favorite video of 2013 now you guys know lyric videos uh, have made a big impact in 2013 this lyric video uh is about uh, a little girl who has a lion and the both of them are off to fight a big dragon and as the lyrics go on you know they both go into a fight and you have to watch the music video to see it it's great but it's it's a very just this song man is so good for many different reasons number one uh if you like the if you know skillet you know that they got a bunch of cellos and violins in their music this song showcases this if you're a big fan of awaken alive from the previous album this song will remind you of that uh, the message is great. Uh, it's definitely a song that uh, can be uplifting to somebody who really just wants to give up in life. But overall, man, I love it. It's a fantastic song. It's my number six. So here you go. It's Skillet with Not Gonna Die. And go check out that music video, by the way. My favorite music video of the year. So here you go. Check it out. Not Gonna Die. Boom. <laughs>
right, so that was number six was Skillet and Not Gonna Die. Good times. All right, guys, now that we're uh, in the top five and I can't wait to share it with you, uh, before we do, let's hear what uh, you know the STL Nation had to say was their favorite movies of 2013 and their favorite tunes. Let's hear what they had to say. So we had two people write in. Uh, one of them was John the Mailman. It's good to hear from you, sir. It's been a while. So here's what he had to say. Hello, Mike. It's been a while since my last email. It sure has, sir. But I have been listening when possible. I hope to write more now that Christmas rush is over, which I would be super excited for that, sir. It's hard for me to pick a top song list. I'm real picky, but I'm counting on you to provide me with great songs to listen to in the new year. So hopefully I'm doing a good job, sir. All right. Top five movies of 2013. Number five, Escape Plan. Ooh, I wanted to see this one. I saw this with my friend, and we had an awesome time with it. Great movie, no, but fun. And you know, that's it, man. If you're having a great time with uh, the person you're with, and the movie is fun that really takes your uh you know takes it to a whole new level which for me you know thor and and all these movies i have listed i just i had so much fun with and the conjuring not necessarily had fun but uh it was just a great experience for my wife because i was i couldn't believe how much i was enjoying it number four the wolverine i thought they did a great job telling the story maybe more surprise with that more than anything, which uh, I would say the Wolverine is my number six, sir. So good job, man. Number three, Mama. I still have to check this one out. Paranormal Activity 4 was a letdown, but this one filled that whore hole. The Conjuring was just as good. All right, sir. Good times. Number two is Ender's Game. I saw this at IMAX and was just blown away. It did what Harry Potter did, but in space. And number one, which... Unfortunately, I haven't had a check, uh, chance to check this out. And that's Kick-Ass 2. Just as fun as Part 1, I loved it and thought it did a great job living up to Part 1. Yes, uh, when I check this out, man, when I check out uh, you know, Kick-Ass 2, I check out Mama and Escape Plan, I'll let you guys know uh, how much I dug it. You know, And if I would have changed my top five list or you know, if I'm stuck on, where, on what you've been hearing today. Honorable mentions, Fast 6, White House Down, Pacific Rim, Curse of Chucky, The Call, 10 Years, and Django Unchained. Letdown, Man of Steel. Uh, when I walked out, I wasn't sure what I saw. I hope the next movie fixes some of the stuff, but it looks doubtful. I hope you have a great show. John, the mailman, consider this email delivered. Well, thank you, sir, for writing in. Um, I'm sorry you had such a letdown, man. I know me and you have talked offline trying to help you feel better and, and stuff, but you know, it is what it is, man. You're going to feel how you're going to feel and other people aren't necessarily going to change your mind, but you know, sometimes it kind of helps makes you, you know, gives you that feeling of knowing, yeah, this is how I officially feel, you know? So, uh, our final email comes from, uh, time traveling Peter, just in the nick of time, sir. Good job. All right. Here's what he had to say. Greetings, Masunis and Nestel Nation. We've come to the end of another great year. Uh, though it's been just a few months for me, I do really enjoy music and the underground hour is one of my favorite things of STL. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, through my choices in music is very diverse. My list consists mainly of songs that were played on the radio. Uh, that's not 
to say I didn't enjoy the many songs highlighted or put out by groups that are really good. I'm sure the host with the most, Mike McMasunis, will have a much more broader list in that area. Well, thank you, sir. My honorable mentions has to be Royals by Lordy. Oh, my gosh. I know it's annoying to a lot of people, but I really like the song and the beat. It doesn't make my top 20 because it's more of a guilty pleasure. Well, sir... Your respect level has gone up even higher for me because you didn't put in your top 20. So I can respect a guilty pleasure. So, uh, And now my list. Number 20, starting from the bottom by started from the bottom by Drake. Uh, number 19, We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus. Wow, sir. That's crazy, man. But, you know, you know me, deep down inside, I'm a hardcore Miley Cyrus fan, you know, ever since Hannah Montana. It, I'm more, it's not that I don't like Miley Cyrus and I don't, I'm not a fan of her anymore. I'm just disappointed in her that she has to change and just be this big sex crazy freak that she is just to sell records, you know. I want her the way she was back in Fly on the Wall days, man, where she was good and just just so much fun and yeah you know so uh the monster by eminem uh, sorry number 18 can't hold us by macamore great song the monster by eminem that's a great song i definitely love that one you know started from the bottom i haven't heard that one uh we can't stop as you know uh i definitely like wrecking ball more than we can't stop but i'll take we can't stop any day over royals uh can't hold this as you know my favorite hip-hop song of the year the monster Great tune. I dig it. Um, Stay by Rihanna, which is a great song. Effing Problems by uh, ASAP uh, Rocky. Um, Don't You Worry Child by Swedish House Mafia. Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke, which is number one in a lot of people's list. Daylight by Maroon 5. Radioactive by Imagine Dragons, which is a really good song. Get Lucky by Daft Punk. Really good band. TKO by Justin Timberlake. Uh, Isn't that a Jay-Z song? And then... Uh, Justin comes in. Uh, either way, it's a good song. Uh, Mirrors by Justin Timberlake, really good song. Applause. You know, now that I know the words, I'm liking it more and more. Uh, for me, it's probably my tw- my number 21 uh, for sure. It went from 42 to 21, so that's got to say something. Wrecking Ball by Myra Cyrus, number 6. Roars, number 5. Katy Perry, number 4. If I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars. Slow Down, number 3 by Selena Gomez. I knew this was going to be high on your list, man. I, I do, man. I, I'm really glad you got me into this song because it is a song that I'm just constantly listening to over and over again. But like I said, it almost cracked the top 20, man. Almost. Burn by Ellie Golding and Summertime Sadness by Lana Del Rey. This is a really great song. And the reason this is my number one is because I can listen to it on repeat 24-7. There's something hypnotic about the lyrics and the singer's voice. When it's on the radio, I turn it up. It makes me want to get tuned up, as kids say. Yes, this is a it's a fantastic song. I definitely give it a 10 out of 10. Um, I almost put it in my top 20, but I hadn't listened to it as much. So I had to be fair. When I when I built my list, it was based on how much I've played the song over and over and over again. But it is a fantastic song. So that is definitely a great song to have as your number one. From my top five movies of 2013, I felt was tough, which is true. Not because I couldn't think of five, but because there's so many movies I wanted to see that I couldn't that I know should be on my list, which I'm kind of in that boat as well. I, but who knows, man? These movies were 
just it wasn't such a good year. Some are probably still in the original wrapping sitting on my movie shelf. So before you wonder why I didn't mention a very good movie, chances are I was rocking out some STL podcasts instead. Yes, sir. Number five, this, yeah, there goes my voice cracking. This is the end, Seth Rogen. I still want to see this. Monsters University, number four, good job. That's a great movie. Number three is Mud. Uh, number two is Man of Steel. And number one is Gravity. Um, he says, I know the list isn't very impressive, nor does it, uh, knock socks off, dude, man, STL, as you know, um, the tagline is letting the good times flow, or, or I'm probably going to change it to quote unquote, very good times. The point is to have as much fun as possible with the movie. So I'm not going to be all like, is it going to be Oscar winner? No. How much fun did I have with the movie determines if you're going to be in my top five list. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but also, um, uh, but I also compiled a list of movies I wished I had watched in 2013, which I know would have made my list completely different. Uh, the Places Between the Lines, uh, 42, Oblivion, Great Gatsby, Fast and Furious 6, Pacific Rim, Fruitvale Station, Black Fist, Conjuring, Two Guns, Elysium, The Butler, Jobs, World's End, Prisoners, Captain Phillips, which Prisoners is one I, I wanted to catch up so bad. 12 Years a Slave fast uh, with Michael Fassbender, About Time, uh, Dallas Buyers Club, Catching Fire, Old Boy, Hobbit 2, Saving Mr. Hanks, or Mr. Banks, which I so wanted to catch that too. American Hustle, Her, and Anchorman 2. I could care less about Anchorman. I hate Will Ferrell, but that's another podcast. Uh, dude, I would say, man, I, I, Prisoners, I think, would have been in my top five probably, but who knows. I would say by far the 2013 was my weakest year in movie watching in a long time. I agree 100% with that, sir. Hopefully I mentioned something that would interest you guys. I wish everyone a happy New Year's, and I'll see you all in 2014, Time Traveling Peter. Well, thank you guys so much for writing in. It's glad to hear other people's perspective. So that brings us to uh, my top five of 2013, my final movie and my final song. So here we go. Let's get into uh, number five. All right. So number five definitely goes to uh, Peter's favorite tune from uh, the Underground Hour, and that's Cynics and Critics, baby, by Icon for Hire. Uh, as you guys know, I did an Icon for Hire top 10 episode. For those people who were not familiar with the band, could get familiar with them. And Cynics for Critics were from their new album. And it was a song I constantly listened to over and over and over and over again. Uh, it's just a super fun rocking song, headbanging tune. And uh, it's it's just a good time, man. So number five, Cynics and Critics by Icon for Hire. Check it out.
Right, so that was number five with Icon for Hire and Cynics for Critics. Good times. All right, guys, let's get into my final movie of 2013. My number one movie. Oh, boy. It shouldn't be a shocker, but hands down, this goes to my most anticipated movie of 2013. Uh, the movie that not only met my expectations, but uh, surpassed those expectations. Hands down, Furious Six, baby. Fast and Furious 6, Fast 6, whatever the hell you want to call it. So here's the thing. For those of you who are sitting here and listening and saying, wow, Fast 6 is your number one. Let me just say this. If you have a problem with me having Fast 6 as my number one movie, no, you know what? I'm going to save that part. Okay, so Fast 6. I've been... uh, this is my favorite franchise. Uh, currently, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy, as you know, is my favorite trilogy of all time. However, that is a series that has ended. So Fast and Furious is a series that is currently open. So it is my favorite franchise. It's the movies that I love and adore. And I know that they are big, stupid, dumb fun. They don't pretend to be anything else. And they deliver the goods. This is a bunch of guys that I get to hang out with in every single movie. This is my, you know, they're like family to me, man. And Fast Five is such a phenomenal movie that I was like, you know, I don't even want you to top Fast Five. I just want it to be as good as Fast Five. And Fast Six was everything I was hoping for. It was my most anticipated movie of the year. Me and my wife went. We were absolutely in love with it. There was thrills. There were twists. There were turns, pun intended. Uh, you know, there was actually one scene where I kind of cried in. I just, I couldn't believe it, you know? And then of course you have the, the end sequence that takes you to Tokyo Drift and you find out who really killed Han. And, uh, you know, going in with such high expectations, you're always going to be let down, but not for me, man. And here's the cool thing with Fast 6. Because of the fact that everybody knows that it's big, dumb fun, the coolest thing with this movie is, is that Everybody can joke around with the last sequence of the movie and just talk about how it's like this 750,000 mile long runway and nobody gives you any crap. Everybody laughs with you. Everybody gets the joke. You know, when we're like Fast and Furious in space, everybody gets the joke because Fast and Furious is probably one of the only movie franchises that know exactly what it is knows exactly its target audience, doesn't give a rip about the haters out there, and gives the goods to the fans. And that's why we love these movies so much. And they took it to another level. They increased the action. They increased the ridiculousness. They increased the story. Oh, I I can go on and on and on, but as you know, I did that in my Fast and Furious 6 review, which my boy Watson came on the podcast to help me review that movie. And one of the biggest reasons which solidified the number one spot for me was watching it again after the whole Paul Walker uh, tragedy 
and just the haunting and surreal moments that happened in Fast 6 just made it that much more powerful and impactful to me. Uh, emotional, Emotionally, I'm so invested into that movie. That's the thing, man. Emotion, I have to be emotionally invested into a movie for me to put it in my top five list. And that's the movie that got me the most emotionally charged, the emotionally uh, just off factor the whole works that movie did it for me and for anybody out there that has a problem with me having as my number one movie well i'm just going to tell you this that you're just too damn uptight and you just need to learn to lighten up and stop being a negative nancy because you know what this was the movie i waited for it's the movie that got delivered it's the movie that met all my expectations and i couldn't have asked for anything better than that so and the whole point of STL is to have good, fun times. And this movie is the epitome of good, fun times. So therefore, it's my number one, leading us to the number four song of 2013, which is the best rap song for me in 2013. And that's We Own It, uh, the theme song of Fast 6, Fast and Furious 6, Furious 6, whatever you want to call it. Uh, th- this is my tune, man. This is my jam. No doubt about it. This comes from Two Chains and uh, Wiz Khalifa, and it is just so. It's man. This is the hip. This is rap music, man. That I want to hear all the time, man. I'm tired of all them hoes and drugs and all that other stuff. This is just a super fun rap song, and I think that's why I love it so much. And I'll tell you, uh, every time I have the song in my car. My girls, they're all like, one, you know, they're just singing the chorus. They're throwing out the two, they're throwing out the three, then they're throwing out the A, the B, the C. Man, it's just, it's an overall super great rap song. My favorite rap song of 2013. And it helps the fact that it's from the my favorite movie of the year. And uh, I, I love how it plays all five movies in the beginning. So super good times, man. So here you go. Uh, the number four song of 2013, we own it. Check it out. Sean Khalifa, man. Tone change. Money's the motivation. Money's the conversation. You on vacation. We getting paid, so we on vacation. I did it for the fam. It's whatever we had to do. It's just who I am. It's the life I chose Gunshots in the dark, one eye closed And we got it cooking like a one-eye stove You can catch me kissing my girl with both eyes closed yeah. Perfecting my passion, thanks for asking Couldn't slow down, so we had to crash it You use plastic, we bout cash I see some people ahead that we gon' pass, yeah I never fear death or dying I only fear never trying Judge me now One shot, everything rides on tonight Even if I've got three strikes I'ma go for it This moment, we own it And I'm not to be played with Because it could get dangerous See, these people I ride with This moment, we own it And the same ones that I ride with Be the same ones that I die with Put it all out on the line with If you're looking for me, you can find or the crown with my new bra, does a fine chick and the weather squad. I'm down with, ain't no way around it. What you 
you say, tell me what you say. Working hard, repping for my dogs, do this every day. Taking off, looking out for all, making sure we ball like the mob. All you do is call, catch you if you fall, young Khalifa. I never fear death or dying. I only fear never trying. Uh. I am whatever I am. Only God can judge me now. It's the day in our life and I'm ready to ride Got the spirit, I'm feeling like a kill inside Oh, financial outbreak, I'm free but I ain't out yet Riding with the plug so I'm close to the outlet At the red light rim, sitting offset I look better on your girl than an outfit Stuck to the plan Always said that we would stand up, never ran We the fam and loyalty never change up Been down since day one, look at where we came from Jumping out on anybody who try to say something One thing about it, got a problem, I got the same one Money rolls, we fold, plenty clubs, we close Follow the same code, never turn our backs Our cars don't even lose control One shot, everything rides on tonight Even if I got three strikes, I'ma go for it Right, so that was the number three song of 2013 with Wiz Khalifa, Two Chains, We Own It from Fast and Furious 6 soundtrack. Oh, that is my jam. Man, I've listened to that song like, uh, what is it, 275 times it is? Okay. All right, so let's move on to number three. Now, this song uh, is the oldest song on my list because this song came out on the radio on January 18th, 2013. So it is the oldest one and was my number one for a long time until uh, number one came out, which you'll hear what that is in a little bit. But it is from Hellstorm, and that's Freak Like Me. Uh, I mean, what more can I say? Uh, this was the number one song from the Hellstorm uh, episode, and it's been my jam all year long. It's fantastic. It's great. It's my favorite Hellstorm song. I love the video. It's great. And uh, my number three. So here you go. Freak Like Me, Hellstorm. Check it out.
So that was number three, Freak Like Me, Hailstorm. I know Hurricane Andrew's going to dig that because he loves some Hailstorm. So good times, man. All right, now we roll into number two, the song that I've played, the second song I've played the most in 2013. This is a, a song that I've been raving about on STL for a very long time throughout this year. And unfortunately, it never hit the radio, but uh, it came from the Demi Lovato CD, uh, Really Don't Care. Uh, as you know, you hear it in the beginning of the Underground Hour, and it is my favorite Demi Lovato song. You know, Heart Attack was huge on the radio this year. However, uh, this song blows away Heart Attack, and uh, it's the song that my girls sing the most in 2013. It's the one that we jam to the most in my car, the one they sing all the time. It's their jam. It's my jam. Uh, it is just a super fun song. And by far the best Demi Lovato song. So here you go. Number two, really don't care. Check it out.
Right, so that was number two with Demi Lovato and Really Don't Care. Good times. All right, guys, here we go. It's the big one. And I have not told a single soul what my number one song is. However, Jameson probably already knows what it is. Uh, hands down for me, the moment that I heard this song, I knew instantly it was my favorite song of the year. I have that uh, whenever I hear a song. It will instantly skyrocket to my number one. Like last year, as you know, 12 Stones uh, Infected was my number one song of 2013. When Kryptonite came out, it was my favorite song of the year. Uh, When this song came out, uh, it had everything that I loved uh, in this band and what I would expect from this band all in one song. And uh, it's my, you know, I am a big anthem guy. I love anthem songs. You know, We Will Rock You. You know, you guys know what an anthem song is. This has been my jam since I heard it. It's been my anthem song. You know, and the cool thing is, uh, in this song, they're like really pissed off the way that they're singing, but it's like in a good way. And that goes to Rise by Skillet. Uh, You guys have heard this before. Uh, I know Jameson loves this song. I know Hurricane Andrew loves this song. And Watson and John the Music Man. A bunch of my boys Love this tune. Uh, It should be no question. It's my number one. I love this song so much that it instantly went to my number one of all time Skillet song. It was Monster, but then Rise replaced that. So the question remains, why is it my number one? Well, let's break it down. Number one, uh, Jen Ledger, who is the drummer, has a beautiful and amazing voice. And she does the thing that I love the most, which is two-letter words. And she does, oh, oh, you know, you'll hear it in the beginning. The beginning, as I told you when uh, I first played it this year, was just you were instantly hooked. It's uh, they, When they were on Conan O'Brien this year, they killed it, man. It had tons of fire, but it starts off, and uh, she kills it on the drums. She's killing it with her vocals. Uh, the message itself basically is this, that... We ourselves will change this world 
if we decide that we want to change it. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to go out and be some leader and, and change the whole entire world. It starts with you by the little things you do in life. When you decide that you're going to rise and you want to make a difference in your life and other people's lives, it all starts with you and when you get to the end of the song you'll hear some of the things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis that is such an unfortunate and tragic thing but it's a way of life and um, of course I love the chorus as I told you they sound so pissed off but they're doing it in such a good way because it's a big anthem song and uh, as you know I always start off the underground hour with this song and I love it. Now, the acoustic version, which normally I hate acoustic versions, is almost as awesome as the original. It's really stripped down and it's good times. But uh, just this overall song, you guys have heard multiple times. And it's just, uh, I love everything about this song musically, lyrically. Uh, it's the whole package for me. So instantly it was my number one. It's remained number one. And I've played it 374 times this year. So there you go. Number one of the night uh, of 2013, Skillets with Rise. Check it out. I can't keep it hidden like a secret I can't look away 
So that was number one, the song of the year for me, 2013, Rise, Skillet, Good Times. Oh, amazing. So thank you guys so much. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I had a blast putting it together. Hopefully there's some new tunes that you dug that you want to go check out. Hopefully you didn't hate my list too much. And again, just thank you so much. If you want to write in, uh, please do so. Uh, The next episode will be Terminator 2. Jameson and I are going to get together and we're going to kick off 2014 together with Terminator 2. What a way to start off the year. And then Jurassic Park, the movie I promised Dave, will be after Terminator 2. So get your emails in for Terminator 2. I want to hear what you have to say at stlpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow on Twitter. Don't forget to go to Facebook, be part of the STL Nation group. And then if you can, please go on iTunes and rate and review the show if you can. That'd be awesome. I'd love to hear from you. So that's it. That's a wrap. Thank you guys so much for making 2013 the best STL year we've had. And uh, I mean, I know we're not going to top the 100th episode, but 2014 uh, movie review wise is going to be so much better than 2013. There's so many crazy movies that we're going to be doing in 2014 by myself with Jameson. Hopefully, special guest. Looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, happy New Year, guys! Early because I know you're getting this before New Year's, but that's it. That's a wrap. And uh, you guys have a good New Year. Stay safe. Stay inside if you can. Don't go drinking too much. Don't go partying too much. Stay with the people you love. But if you're going to go out, make sure you're safe. Uh, you know, Don't go drinking and driving, folks, because I need you guys all to live, be together in 2014. So, so until the next episode when Jameson, Very Good Rabbit, returns to STL and we cover some Terminator 2, you guys have a good new year. You guys have a safe one. Take care. Masunas out.
grenade thrown in a hurricane, spinning in chaos, trying to escape the flame. When the scars heal, the pain passes As hope burns, we rise from the ashes Darkness fades away And the light shines on a brave new day Our future's here and now Here comes the countdown Sound it up, this is the call Rise in revolution It's our time to change it all Rise in Bye.